0: Montag lieben, lassen, glauben, globen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello, beloved audience, and welcome back to another episode of From the Shelf with our last episode of Musical March. Now this we-
0: is more like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, this this one.
0: Now <laughs> this was more like it.
1: <laughs> what are we looking at today?
0: Well, before we end up, we're going to look at... Instead what? of waiting for the end like we've been doing, maybe we should get back to talking about what we watched before our reviews.
1: I still haven't watched anything. Well,
0: why do you have to do schoolwork? Why do you have to be a functioning adult?
1: Because do you I have want to succeed
0: in life? Is that what you want?
1: I have to make money.
0: Well, do you want, like, why are you trying to succeed in life?
1: Because... I need to live. I need money. I need to live. Eh.
0: It's overrated. Then I guess I have to be the one on the floor. Again, since Annalise doesn't want to contribute.
1: It's not that I don't want to contribute. I just am busy.
0: Whatever. I actually managed to sit through the exorcist.
1: Oh, good for you.
0: I have several bottles of urine... Because I pissed myself.
1: That's nasty. It, 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 was,
0: it was horrifying.
1: Uh, it, both, it's still freaky. Both you and Frankie are pansies. I've seen the damn movie multiple times. He hasn't seen it once. It's not scary anymore. It's not. The effects,
0: the effects aren't as scary. Well, except for the face of the demon just popping up. That's actually pretty chilling.
1: Yeah, I expected that, though, because I've seen it before. Like, I've seen that face before.
0: The mood it creates is just what gets me.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the atmosphere, sure, but... That's what gets me the most. It's just not scary to me.
0: You are a trouble child. But that's enough of that. Let's get on with the review. We are going to be talking about... The Rock hit picture. show.
1: Was it a hit? Uh, I don't
0: remember like, hearing nothing about this show. <laughs> until I the movie never, was coming never, out.
1: exactly. I say I never heard anything about it until the actual uh, movie came out. Ugh. Uh, let's uh, yeah. see.
0: This this is a pretty this show. This hasn't been the easiest musical to write.
1: probably
0: I I, I think the 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 director or the writer of the show they just went to their local bar for karaoke night and just wrote down all the songs I played
1: I mean it had to have been successful it was on Broadway from 2009 to 2015 yeah
0: that's probably just a bunch of drunk dads going
1: I mean it's all 80s songs
0: exactly drunk dads
1: yeah and I mean it went on tour until like two thousand nineteen, so
2: okay, I think it just caters to the karaoke crowd.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's like it—if you don't know, like Moulin Rouge is a jukebox musical. This is also a jukebox. Yeah, musical. those
0: songs actually kind of fit with what's going on in the show, this songs to have nothing to do with anything.
1: Some of them do, but not
0: like I can think of maybe two
2: songs.
1: What and which one?
0: Uh the I've been waiting for a girl like you and Hard in My Heart. I think those are the only two songs that actually fit in what's going on in this terms of the story of this film. Everything else is literally just put the corner in the jukebox and let it ride.
1: Yeah. In the In, on the actual, like, production, they put in the final countdown. I don't think they do that here. Uh,
2: Who who would sing that?
1: I don't, uh, I don't know. Yeah, say it's not in the movie. Mm. I don't know. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into our cast list. And it's a- it's a doozy. Well, first of all, I think we should address who
0: directed this.
1: Who directed it?
0: Adam Shakeman.
1: I still don't know who that is.
0: He directed Hairspray, Annalise! You're- one of your favorite musicals, and you don't even know the director.
1: You don't care!
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Toby Maguire was a producer.
0: We would like to thank Marvel for giving Tobey Maguire a second chance at a career.
1: What the hell?
0: Yeah, let's, what? See, what, let's see what Adam Shakeman's notable con- con- contributions produce- to, so- to the Society of Cinema have been. Why
2: the fuck did
1: he produce this?
0: Maybe he just liked Karaoke Night.
1: I guess. Oh my god. Anyway.
0: He directed The Wedding Planner. Gross. A Walk to Remember. Mm. Mm. Bringing Down the House, Cheaper by the Dozen 2, Hairspray, Bedtime Stories, Uh, Rock of Ages, and Disenchanted.
1: I still haven't seen that.
0: It sucked.
1: That's what I heard.
0: So he's, he's really only got one good film under his belt.
1: I like Bedtime Stories. Ugh. Anyway, let's get into it. So we have yes. we have friend of the podcast Tom Cruise Tom is back, ladies
0: and gentlemen. Tom,
1: um, he's Best back and all. I've been waiting.
0: For, For her like him, I can mean I can understand why you would call him a girl.
1: <laughs> he does have long hair in this one.
0: Um it really does.
1: <laughs> Julianne Husserl Sherry.
0: You just gotta face facts. The hairstyle in Mission Impossible 2 just didn't work for you, my guy. Let (laughs) it go. We all have.
1: He can't. Anyway, we have Julianne Huff as Sherry. Uh, Diego Boneda as Drew. I I smell
0: a a career that went nowhere.
1: Yeah, like, what I I have to, I don't even know. What has he been in? I know he was in
0: Scream Queens, the, the Fox TV show.
1: Yeah. Um, I actually really
0: liked that show, but he was the weakest link of that show, so...
1: Apparently he was in Pretty Little Liars, but he's in something this year that says At Midnight. I guess it's a movie. I don't know. I don't know. But Hasn't he's done not-
2: anything worthwhile.
1: Yeah... Yeah, the, the last thing he was in came out this past February. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't think it was very popular.
0: Probably yeah. not. Let's get... Who else is in this frickin' movie?
1: <laughs> um, Malin Akerman, There's a little... Malin
0: Ar- Ackerman, yeah.
1: Yeah, i say there's a symbol above the A in her last name. Ackerman um, as Constance Sack, who's an interviewer. Um, Alec Baldwin, of all
0: people. Okay, can we just talk about how Alec Baldwin couldn't give a fuck about this movie? Not at all. He's literally, every shot he is in, he is staring down the craft service table going, ooh, is that a, is that a bear claw?
1: I say, he's just ready for lunch break.
0: Every shot he's in, he is staring down that table.
1: <laughs> uh, he plays Dennis. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones as Patricia Whitmore. Um, <laughs> Brian, I really Crane. don't have a.
0: I, all I have is a, she's. She likes have a, being in a relationship with a corpse.
1: Oh, is yeah? She's married to like an old man, isn't she?
0: Yeah, Michael Douglas.
1: Oh yeah. Um, Brian Cranston as Mike Whitmore. Very small role, though. How say. dare you waste? I'd pr- say. How okay, dare you what's waste what's Brian the smaller T-
0: role for Brian Cranston? This or Godzilla?
1: I haven't seen Godzilla, so I don't know.
0: You haven't seen Godzilla? No. Ladies and gentlemen, producer boyfriend Daniel, you need to you need to work on that. <laughs>
1: uh, he'll he'll probably freak out and make me watch it. So
0: well, you heard it here, that. Daniel. You heard it on the podcast. <laughs> She doesn't, she hasn't seen 2014 Godzilla. Fix this. <laughs> chop, chop.
1: Uh, chop, chop. Uh, and Russell Brand as Lonnie.
0: I don't even think he was supposed to be here. I think he just showed up. He just
1: wandered on set. Well, yeah,
0: there's, there's a scene in the movie where he just shows up, so I pretty much think that's how that happened. In the, he just kind of showed up. So like, I need work. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, Russell, we, we don't have a par for you. I want to be in the film.
1: Make me, make me a rose. Please, I need to settle my alimony payments. Oh my god. Ugh, can't I still can't believe what he did to Katy Perry? Anyway, we have Paul Giamatti as Paul Gill in a fantastic ponytail. It's not though; it's awful.
0: And an eighties porn stash. It's great,
1: Yeah, honestly. And then. Mary J. Blige as Justice. Which.
0: You're really talented to be in this. Why are you here?
1: Okay, she's way too talented.
0: I had to think about that for a like, Why are you here?
1: <laughs> you do not
0: need the money.
1: <laughs> she doesn't. She did not need the money. Maybe she just did it as a favor.
2: Either way. I- either- you're a blackmail.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It could be, because she outperforms everybody in this.
0: Well, of course, it's Mary J. Blige, and none of these are trained singers. This is true. Well, I think, I think except Zeta-Jones, because she was in Chicago.
1: Yeah. I'd say, she's talented. But she only has, like, one... But this movie number. gives her nothing to do! I'd say, she has one number that's a solo number, and that's it.
0: This film gives her nothing to do!
1: No. And that's about half
0: the cast in this. They have nothing to do. They're just there saying lines and doing barroom karaoke.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So let's jump into it. Um, we open up, like the opening credits is Paradise City by Stacy Jacks. Tom Cruise. Um, I don't Are know. Are you sure I, that's who sings Paradise City? That That's what's listed.
2: Because I thought that was Guns N' Roses.
1: Well, yes. But. Yeah. They all. Like. Every song in this movie. They claim is by somebody else. Except for like Aerosmith. I think.
0: Yeah. I think a couple songs are actually sung by the correct artist. In this.
1: Right. But only a few. Um. But Tom Cruise opens up with Paradise City Is what I should have said And then Yes
0: The Tom <laughs> sings
1: He does He sings in this
0: Do we want to talk about his singing?
1: Sure I'm
0: Stick to skydiving Tom
1: <laughs> I don't know Don't quit your day job I didn't like I don't know I It was meaningless enough for me That I didn't care I mean, I think that's
0: just everyone in this film. No one's ear bleedingly bad,
1: right? No one's ear bleedingly bad, but no one's like amazing except for Mary J. Blige, of course. Well,
0: we don't we don't even classify her in this talk. she's on a? She's the only one safe.
1: Yeah, she she's the only one that's safe here. Um. So next is Sister Christian slash Just Like Paradise and slash Nothing But a Good Time they mesh a lot of the songs together. Um, so there's a lot of...
0: Um, but again, I th- what do any of these songs have anything to do with what's going on? Um, it's literally Julianne Huff's character's going to LA to pursue her dream of being a singer. Because, uh-huh. of
2: course. Of course. Then, we, then...
1: And nothing but a good time is when is They're... that when the
0: bar shows up? Yes, and then we... just I guess said it, getting ready for the for tonight's business.
1: Yes, that's what that is.
0: What does these songs have to
1: do with that? I don't know. And you're going to hear me saying that a lot because these songs don't really have anything to do with what's Again, going I th- on.
0: I think Shakeman just put a quarter in the jukebox and just wrote a plot around it.
1: He had like that there's no other way that this could have happened. Like I'm 95% sure that's what happened.
2: Ugh. Well, oh, I know what
0: we're doing after this.
1: Yeah, right? Um when we first when so me and Anthony actually watched this together because I yeah, was Yeah, this home. is actually
0: the first time we've actually taken notes together.
1: Yeah, so I was I was home. Um and when Alec Baldwin showed up on the screen and started singing, like I looked at Anthony, I was like, what? What? "I was she, flabbergasted."
0: I don't know if anyone heard that because she was cutting out on my end, so I'm just going to repeat. She just went, "What?
1: What? What?" Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I was, I was absolutely flabbergasted. I, <laughs> you're not the only one. I, I, oh my gosh, I started laughing so hard. Oh, but basically those first three songs like mesh together are our introduction to our characters. And Sherry, Julianne Um, by the end of the song, she gets mugged. And Drew, who is like, he works at the bar, but I don't know if he's like a bouncer or he serves. He's a bar
0: back. I think he just like he's a stock boy pretty much. I think that's what that is. Please feel I, free to I, correct us.
1: Please, yeah, because we, we're not sure. I, I just know how to outside.
0: order the drinks and drink the drinks. I don't know anything about the bar, the about bar, the working at the bar.
1: Yeah. Um, so he's outside and he sees that she gets mugged. Um, so he runs over and tries to help her. It's way too late, by the way. Like, he's way yeah. too late to go and help her.
2: I know, right?
1: So, like, why? Why even go over there? I guess because she's saw, hot. I'd say because he saw a pretty girl. Exactly. So, um, but yeah. So she needs all of her stuff is taken. So she needs a job now. Um. So Drew is able to get her a job at the bar, and she's a waitress. Um, and that's where I guess our story like really begins, but drew asks her like hey i have my break in however long do you want to go out and she says yes of course because why wouldn't she
0: so he takes her to a record shop as the first date yeah (laughs) okay sure
1: i guess and this is where we get our songs jukebox hero and i love rock and roll which jukebox hero is between Drew and Sherry and then I love rock and roll is with um Lonnie and Dennis which and are I, Russell like, Brandon I, I guess
0: them. I guess we're doing these songs now
1: Right like I guess so Again that have nothing to do with
0: But that's the that, that'll be your reaction throughout the entire film. Oh, we're doing this song now.
1: Yeah. Like oh, I I guess so
0: because the songs don't really have any cue up they're just they just kind of start
1: yeah no not at all they just
0: there's no lead into a song
1: right you're just thrown into a song you're like oh oh okay i guess so we're just like
0: oh uh, i got to i got to um i got to cook me some chicken i got we said good he had... what
1: you could oh i
2: did,
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs> for me so
0: so well i pretty much just start singing jukebox hero because you'll just be like frying some chicken, and all of a sudden, someone's just going to start singing "Jukebox Hero."
1: Okay, Why? Just out of nowhere. I, I don't know. I have no explanation, but I guess we're just going to go with it. Ugh. But the the conflict, if you can even call it that, is that the bar is like about to be shut down or something because they don't because have any the core money. management. They have horrible management, first of all.
0: Like, dude, if you don't want to run the business side of it, get someone else.
1: Right, like, if you want to just party or whatever, like, that's fine. Get somebody else to take care of your expenses for you. For real? Maybe then you wouldn't have to worry about your bar shutting down. Also, clean it.
0: (laughs) This is a shitty bar.
1: But everybody goes there. I like, wasn't
0: alive in the '80s. I didn't live in on the Sunset Strip, so I really don't know what the bar the yeah, scene was there. Right, so no frame of reference.
1: No, so I don't know. But also another quote-unquote conflict is that um, so Brian Cranston plays the mayor, and who's up? Yeah, he's Jones. up for
0: re-election.
1: He's up for re-election, and Zeta Jones plays his wife, and she wants to clean up the strip. So is she
0: also, like, his campaign manager or something?
1: I guess so. That's like how they're framing it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I granted, I'm sure your spouse is also a big part in a, I don't know, mayor, presidency, or anything campaign. So I'm sure they they play a big part, but she, they treat her like she's a campaign manager.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, that's how she acts, so. But she wants to clean up the strip to make it safer for yeah. Um, like, the kids and stuff. Which, I mean, yeah. Like, I can... I I understand that. And, like, I, I guess that's a good... Not I guess, but, like, that's a good goal. Because kids shouldn't be, like, around that at... But why are they also... Also, why would they be out at night? Either way. Because <laughs> kids will be...
0: Kids, I mean, have you not seen 80s movies? They'll be lighting up cigarettes by the time they're five.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. um so she garners like the support of the church going mothers it's a
0: mob of Karens let's just be honest
1: yeah mob of Karens um and they are completely against Stacy Jacks Tom Cruise
0: and so what do they do they sing a rock and roll song
1: yeah they sing hit me with your best shot
2: hmm guys
1: makes sense
2: if we
0: hate rock and roll, why are we singing a rock and roll song?
1: And like without context, if you watch the scene, it looks like they're praising because there's this picture, there's this poster of Tom Cruise at the front of the church, and they're like dancing and singing at it. So it looks oh, like I know. they're praising him. <laughs> it's the it's the cult of the cruise. Yes, and the cult of the cruise. <laughs> Completely. That's what so this is what like so this context. is what happened
0: to cocktails and dreams.
1: <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. That's what happened. <sighs> you, you think their Bible's
0: called Coglin's Law?
1: It has to be. I won't I, accept I'd be disappointed if it wasn't. Else. I say I won't accept anything else. <sighs> so
0: <laughs> please open your book to Coglin's
1: Law. Number 274.
0: Ramalama, Ramalama, Alabama, Alabama. It's as beautiful as it is true.
1: Oh my god.
0: Ringling, ringling, Apple Ding, Apple Ding. Ah! Oh, the greatest story ever told. And then the Tom came down and said, "I will make money by playing
1: pool." And then someone said to him, "Give us a kiss, you sexy beast." Praise him. Praise the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm crying. Uh anyway,
0: it said, I kinda wanna see this actually be a legit thing. Oh my
1: god. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Like I'd I'd be upset if it wasn't. I know, right? <laughs> so Drew and Sherry go on an, an actual date. Um to the Hollywood side, uh, while singing "Waiting for a Girl Like You," and this marks the start of their relationship. Excuse me, relationship.
0: Yep, it's and... the only song. It's one of the only songs that actually makes sense in the film.
1: Yes, this one actually. In terms really of placement, right? Yeah. So. After that, we kind of just get, like, a montage of them in their relationship, which has only- It's been only a week. a week. Yeah.
0: Because they keep saying, Stacey Jacks is coming here on Friday.
1: Right. right. They don't say what Friday. You just have to assume it's this coming Friday.
0: I would hope so. It's, like, six months. Right. But we yeah. haven't actually really talked about Stacy Jacks yet.
1: Because he hasn't been that prevalent yet,
0: has he? He had he had his intro scene where he's like in this
1: rainforest. Oh yeah, room like, with
0: a bunch of girls like on top of him,
1: and then he just drunkenly falls into the pool or whatever it is. Like it's like a Honestly, I just
0: think this is how Tom Cruise is. I, I I don't think he realized he was in the film.
1: Tom Cruise in this is so batshit.
0: I I think this is just how he is by this point.
1: <laughs> and I just I never every time he's on screen, I never know what you to can't make look of away. Him. You can't look away. Like I, ne- it's like I never know what to make of him. Like I, <laughs> I'm he just sorry. has these
0: incoherent ramblings.
1: Yes, I I'm so dumbfounded every time he's on screen. Like, I feel like I just went through some, like, hyper trip.
0: I know! Like,
1: when he first gets
0: to the bourbon room, he's talking about how he's gonna burn the place down because you can't hold the fire phoenix. You can't contain the fire phoenix. What does that mean?
1: What does that even mean? I,
0: I think if he does know he's in a film, he's playing it like he's trying to be Jack Sparrow. He looks
1: like it. It does! Oh my god. Huh! What is this performance? Who are you? Ugh. So, we get our montage of Drew and Sherry's relationship. Um, I want to bring up the fact her name is Sherry. I was waiting the entire fucking movie for them to sing oh sherry one of my favorite songs and they didn't do it
0: by steve perry
1: by steve perry i love that song and they didn't use it you had the perfect opportunity it was set up it was nicely gift wrapped handed to you <coughs>
2: Oh, makes me angry. Anyway. Yeah, it's a wasted
0: opportunity. Ugh. Anyway, so uh, can we also point out that Drew is writing a song for oh my her,
1: God. and it's
0: not "Oh, Sherry." It's "Don't Stop Believing." uh newsflash, dipshit. Hang right. on, I'm pulling it up now. This takes place in '86, right? Yes. "Don't Stop Believing" was released in '81.
1: You're a little late there, buddy. You're a liar.
0: I just keep expecting someone, someone like, "Hey, that's a that's a Journey song,"
1: right? And there's no mention of Journey anywhere. Hell, when Stacy Jacks hears it in the end of the film, because
0: newsflash, of course he they're they're gonna perform "Don't Stop Believing" at the end of the film. He has a look on his face like, "Hey, I think that's Steve Perry's song."
1: <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Yeah, so they kinda just ignore the fact that this song was already out by that time.
0: Oh right? What is this world?
1: I don't know. It's some weird like pseudo eighties world. And I, I don't just like I'm just gonna it. go on
0: the record. I am sick to death of Don't Stop Believing.
1: Oh my god, it's so overplayed. It's,
0: I, I honestly don't like the song now, it's so overplayed. Like Glee made this shit way too popular.
1: It, like it was already popular before, but after Glee did it, I felt like
0: everyone was doing it.
1: Yeah, and Glee did it really well. I have to say,
0: it's a sad day when you ha- when you say the Glee version of a song is better than anything else.
1: I wouldn't say it's better than the original. No, but it's I
0: would... not... I didn't say that.
1: No, I Ooh. was going to say. But over, over any other interpretation I of think it, The yet.
0: only song Glee has done better than the original is called Run, Joey, Run.
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the it, only song everyone just says, yeah, Glee did it better.
1: If you're not a Glee fan, then... <laughs>
0: Hell, we can do a whole podcast of what's wrong with Glee.
1: God. Huh. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so they're leading up to um, Stacy's performance, performance, and the opening band. I think they, yeah, they like canceled at the last minute or something like that.
0: Yes, they did.
1: So they need an opening act. So Sherry's like, "Hey, Drew can do it," and they are convinced to let Drew be the opening act. Of course. Um, of course Um And this is where we get More Than Words slash Heaven
0: and These songs don't work Together
1: No I I don't think. And they except
0: work together More together. Than Words Was released in 1990 You dumb fuck
1: This is supposed to be The 80s. eighty-six. More Than Words is a 90s song How do you fuck That up they didn't do their research, clearly. Clearly not! They ju- they just went, oh, well that sounds good. Let's use that one. Now see,
0: the only way that would actually make sense if you say, hey, Drew wrote more than words for Sherry. Now that would have worked! Yeah. Because it hadn't been released, because it's 1986, not 1990, you idiots! You morons! Oh. <sighs> You fail! You lose! Good day, sir! Thanks, sir.
1: <laughs> um and one of some offhand waitress tells Sherry, like, oh, he's gonna get famous now and he'll leave you, basically. Thanks, random like Bar, fa- bar yeah, waitress. Right. Like, cool, thanks. You I added never seen a, a
0: superfluous character deliver bad news since Moulin Rouge.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, sitar player. It's, it's
2: literally the same scene.
1: Yeah. It really is. <sighs> and then we get our first real scene with Stacey Jacks.
0: It's the fire phoenix scene. and
1: <laughs> It's the fire phoenix scene. Throughout this film, Tom Cruise has
0: a baboon with him that its name is Heyman.
1: Heyman.
0: Why does he have a baboon?
1: Because he's Stacy Jacks.
0: Oh, and I just want to point out, the first thing we see of Tom Cruise, he's wearing assless chaps.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, he is. I I Again, I just
0: think this is how Tom Cruise normally is. (laughs) I don't
1: know what to make of this. You can't look away. as, As we were saying, you can't. It's like a bad train wreck. It really is. Like I,
2: I I'm guess. disgusted,
1: I'm repulsed, and I can't look away. But I'm so intrigued. You're just like wondering, all right, when
0: is he gonna start shooting up this place? Or when is he just gonna start shooting up heroin? Oh my god, I think someone's gonna die.
1: So the whole reason Stacy Jacks is at this bar is because this is the first place that he got a chance to perform because of Alec Baldwin's character Dennis. So he's coming Again, back and performing as a favorite. he's staring
0: down that muffin crawler like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm ready for lunch.
1: Oh, we didn't even talk
0: about our favorite part! Oh yes, much like our Miss Congeniality review where we just discovered the Michael Caine line, it's all in the buttocks, don't I look pretty? Please. By the way, I would have loved to see Michael Caine in this as a, look at me, I'm a rock god, you know?
1: Oh my god. Ah, free love and all that, Jazz. <laughs> Don't I look pretty? I look pretty. Ugh We have that moment with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, so it's during
0: the montage scene with Drew and Sherry. They're they're literally just having pizza and beers and at the yeah. bar. Yeah. And Baldwin just kind of slides in, doesn't walk in, he slides.
1: In between them. It says. You have to go back to work.
0: Just the the look on his face, the side eye he's giving that craft service table again. <laughs> and his tone of voice, it's like that was an acting choice.
1: Right, like that that was definitely a, a choice. Ah, oh, but it's so glorious. It is. It's Bravo, sir. You had the, the best worst
0: line of the film. Bravo. Bravo. Magnifico.
1: <laughs> so, and at
0: this point, I've suddenly realized I'm actually enjoying the film.
1: Yes, the, the, at this point, this is kind this of this film. Forward. I
0: don't know if it was. It's not a good film. Like,
1: no, he, not by
0: Shakeman fails at direction throughout this entire film. Like, I don't understand. He, I think he just kind of said to himself, "Well, I did this and this with hairspray, and that worked. I'm just going to do the same thing with Rock of Ages."
1: Like no big star-studded
0: cast list. The the camera works kind of the same.
1: Yeah, but it just d- it doesn't work but here.
0: I, I, the stars and the plants align for him for hairspray. I'm just gonna say, that. but well, also- my god, this man! It pretty much made a shitty 80s movie in the 2000s in 2011.
1: But also with hairspray, like. Because, um, yes, it was already a, pro- a production before the movie, but with Hairspray, these songs were written out with the intention of going with the story of of the entire musical. So he didn't have to do anything with it, really. True.
0: That's very true. But again, I don't know if that was his intent. He made a shitty, glorious, shit 80s movie in 2011.
1: Yeah. Or 2012, actually, is what it was.
0: Oh, I thought when we came out in 2011.
1: It says released in
0: 2012. Oh. Um, okay, so yeah. in
1: 2012. Yeah. Um, so, as Stacey Jacks is, like, getting to his dressing room and he gets bombarded by this interviewer, who is Malin Ackerman. Um... And she asks him a bunch of like personal questions, and she's like, "Well, what's it like to be you?" And this is where we get wanted dead or alive.
0: I uh, figure a washed up douchebag would sing this.
1: Yeah, I mean, it kind of. Makes I say him washed up,
0: dead. but Tom Cruise's career is not in the shitter.
1: Well, in in this movie, it is like he's. Oh, in that know. movie, yeah, he. Yeah. He's not quite a has-been, but he's getting there.
0: Oh, he is on the way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely on the way. Oh, and I don't think we said, but the whole point of Jack's, of Stacey Jax's, like, character arc or whatever is that he's going solo from his band. So. Who is he
0: trying to be here? Like, he's. Tr- I think he's trying... To be a certain 80's rocker.
1: I think so too. But I don't know who. This is
0: definitely. A play on someone. Or multiple people.
1: Yeah like it has to be a parody of somebody. But I just don't know who.
0: But again he's flipped it into trying to be Jack Sparrow.
1: Yep. That's just what it comes across as.
0: But instead of rum he's he's drinking whiskey.
1: And instead of being
0: an idiot savant, he's just an idiot.
1: Yeah, he's he's just an idiot. There's no like wisdom, former wisdom to him. It's just idiocy. So next so the entire time like Cruz is trying to get with Malin Ackerman Ackerman? Sorry.
0: No, this is Balking away for no reason.
1: Yeah. Like they sing, I want to know what love is. They don't even have sex.
0: No, they make it seem like they do. But when they're singing their song, they're still in cl- fully clothed.
1: Right. Like they don't cut away to show like, oh. Like I know
0: dry humping exists, but they treat it like they right, went all the way. Let's just say.
1: And they didn't.
0: No, no, they did not. Although it's, it's funny, when she licks his ear, Cruz gives her a look like, that's disgusting.
1: <laughs> Why so many people, like, use their tongue in this movie?
2: Fetish movie, Annalise. Ugh.
1: Huh.
2: Fetish film. Huh. God. But, but I did,
1: like, uh. They try to portray Ackerman as this, like, tough reporter, like, she's for the Rolling Stones. But I do love when she
0: runs out, she doesn't even bother getting dressed.
1: No, but, like, she folds immediately.
0: Oh, God, yeah.
1: Yeah, and when she runs out of his dressing room or whatever it is, she doesn't even, like, Girl, you could have taken the time to put your clothes back on. No, she walks out in her underwear.
0: Can we also talk about how every time Cruz is around a woman he like he's feeling them up?
1: Oh my god, yes!
0: I think this is how he casts his wives.
1: <laughs> um so
0: Plant one head hand on the breast and you'll do.
1: Yeah, because when Stacy Jacks first arrives. Uh it's it's in it's during Wanted Dead or Alive. Sherry is like an ultra fan of Stacy Jack's. Oh and yeah. She starts singing with him at the end and he just puts his hand on her boob.
2: You have a very heart.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what he says.
0: Oh my god.
1: Um, so he asks her he asks Sherry to go get some bottle of whiskey out of his um out of his limo and she comes back and she drops it by accident um and they clean it up he I actually like i expected him to like scream at her he was actually pretty nice about it well
0: in the show he is a he's played as more of a he's, a he's a he's a douche he's an asshole and actually does have sex with sherry in the in the play from what i understand
1: yeah but that is not the case in the movie.
0: Because I'm sure sp- we don't want to make him too mean. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Like, it was... I don't know. I kind of liked that they didn't make him scream at her. Because that's what yeah. I was like, expecting. Um, But her... He accidentally, like, brushes her shoulder or something like that. And her her shirt strap kind of falls down. So when she walks out, of his dressing room d um drew is about to perform by the way and he's wanting her to be in the crowd this Um, movie
0: is so predictable you know what's gonna happen
1: right like he drew sees them walking out together and sherry's fixing her shirt so he assumes that they slept together like douche maybe just ask her
0: and you know he's now just gonna dump her pursue fame and fortune Everyone's gonna be all sad, and then eventually they're gonna meet up and get back together and blah, 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 It's predictable.
1: But Drew has, before this, Drew says that he has stage fright, that's why he hasn't really performed. So, this anger from him thinking Sherry cheated on him, uh, lets him perform I Wanna Rock.
2: Yes. Any, Whatever i know right whatever sure
1: whatever. i guess um why
0: i prefer the spongebob version of this song thank you very much drew next
1: yeah. <laughs> so stacy jacks finally comes out on stage and performs um and he does uh, and he said he oh my goodness i'm having a stroke <laughs> He performs Pour Some Sugar On Me, which, during the song, Drew comes over to- Honestly, this should
0: honestly, I'm gonna go on a tangent here. Just cause, uh, yeah. This honestly proves how shitty of a musical taste our older brother has, because he, he preferred this version of the song and had it on his iPod back in the day.
1: Well, this is also one of his favorite songs, if, in general.
0: It's not a good song to begin with.
1: I don't mind it. Eh.
0: Yeah, But he had Tom Cruise singing it. Ah. On his iPod. Why? Because Frankie's an idiot with no taste. (laughs) No culture.
1: But like we said in the predictable fashion, Drew breaks up with Sherry, and then she quits the bar, and she's like, tell... Lonnie, or who tell Dennis I quit, um, and then he goes and quits.
0: Everyone's quitting. I think they just walked off the set. I think this is the last day. of Drew, he's like, "Yeah, we quit.
1: We're done. <laughs> We're done." And then, or I'm sorry, before that, Paul Giamatti, um, tries to make a deal with Drew to be a star, which of course he takes.
2: Oh my god, I got a
0: sneeze coming. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. But you know when they're quitting, Bala doesn't care. He's just staring at that apple fritter. He goes, "This
1: is the <laughs> best night of my life."
0: "Have you tried the Have you tried
1: the hash browns? They're divine." <laughs> <laughs> he's he's ready for their lunch break. The he's been night. ready
0: since He's been ready since <laughs> He got in the building.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So um Sherry walks out and she starts singing Heart in My Heart.
0: Again, the other only other song that actually works. Right.
1: So she kinda collapses on the sidewalk. Oh no,
0: it's raining. By the way, it's this is the most rain California will ever get.
1: Right. Like it does not rain that much. In California, let alone L.A. Um, But she collapses on the sidewalk. um, And this is where we get the amazingly talented Mary J. Blige.
0: Is she the owner of this strip club? Like, what is she?
1: Yes, I believe she's the owner. But needless to say, Sherry
0: decides to work at a strip club. Yeah. A tale as old as time. You go to L.A. looking for stardom, end up in a strip club.
1: Mm. And but she's also they're both singing Heart in My Heart, and then it goes into Shadows of the Night. Uh, which is a good song. I don't know. I like I like all the songs in this movie, but um yeah. yeah. Essentially, uh she goes she becomes a stripper. Hmm.
0: Oh yeah. Well she starts off with a waitress, then they're like then she's like, listen, you gotta get on that stage.
1: You gotta make money.
0: Because they—they're stri- they're literally trying to make stri- the stripper life glamorous. Yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, you, you got to do what you got to do for your money. I don't care how you do it. Mm-hmm. No shame.
1: Yeah, and we're we're in another montage, so we go from "Heart of My Heart" and "Shadows of the Night" to "Here I Go Again."
0: Okay, but seriously, though, what is up with this, this and rent? Where these these aren't that bad of strip clubs.
1: Right, like, this is pretty upscale strip club. Yeah, these-
2: club. both her- Sherry and Mimi work at pretty upscale strip club, Despite so, the fact that they are poor. Right.
1: So- like,
0: what do you spend- Well, I know what Mimi was spending her money on.
1: Say, we know what Mimi was spending her money on, but I don't- So, I, we talked about this when we first watched it. We don't know if she's saving up to go home, or, like, what? Yeah, like,
0: I mean- y- Let's be honest, if you go to a strip club and you see a girl that looks like Julianne Hough, You as your some
1: big bucks.
0: Yeah, you, you, she's not going home without making some big dollars. Right. I don't so know. So again, is she just saving it all up for rent and to go home?
1: I guess. that's my That's my thought on that. Um... So we get another conversation... Oh, I'm sorry. So, Paul Giamatti comes back and collects the money for Stacey's performance. And Alec Baldwin's like, whoa, 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 you said this was a freebie.
0: If I could describe Paul Giamatti's character in one word, it is greasy.
1: Yeah. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. So then, they haven't... Brand and Baldwin have another conversation like we have no money, like we're gonna get shut down. Pretty
0: much Russell Brand and Alex Baldwin's conversation just boiled down to it's the same conversation three times.
1: Yes! Completely! But then this time, it's different because they say they sing Can't Fight This Feeling and they start a gay romance.
0: I still buy their romance more than Jade and David. <laughs>
1: I agree with that. I completely agree you with that. You think
0: after the kiss, Baldwin asked Bran to share in a, in a short stack of pancakes?
2: <laughs> Just saying. Just
1: saying.
2: Uh, uh, so,
0: Drew is w- now working with Paul Giamatti and he to become the newest rock sensation however rock is pretty much dead but this pop thing that's the future
1: yeah so they're trying out different brands for him and everything to just see what's gonna fit and what's gonna make him the most popular while so they
0: settle on the white boys from down the the street Mm mm-hmm and again, and that's not what they're actually called. They're called the Z-guys. Double the Z, Z. Z, double the E, double the flavor. flavor. <laughs> it, it, that is actually really fun to say. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, 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 literally, after we watched it, the next day I went to work, I was just saying that to myself. Like it, It's just so fun to say.
1: <laughs> and Needless the... to say, I
0: got some pretty strange looks at work. Uh... <laughs> I just No, no, I'm just rehearsing for my podcast, which proceeded to give me even more stranger looks.
1: Yeah. and this is the song. During this is any way you want it, which I I don't know. I guess I think that kind of fits because they're changing him for the record deals. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. We just we discovered there are three songs that work.
1: Three songs that yeah. Three.
0: Three. And we get a four. We'll find
1: out. We'll find out. Probably not.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much Drew selling out to become a in a boy band, and Sherry's becoming a stripper.
1: Yeah. So our next song is Undercover Love, which honestly, I don't remember this one.
0: I don't remember this one. Yeah. Oh, no, this is this is an original song for, for the Z-Guys.
1: Oh, the Z-Guys. <laughs>
0: uh. it, it, it's pretty much just a generic New Kids on the Block song. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't just make them sing Hanging Tough.
1: (laughs) They should have done. Rough. They should have done a new kid song.
0: They should have. Like, you're you're, you're stealing songs from left and right. Might as well just get a new kid song in there.
1: I say, do like step by step or something. That's the 90s. Oh, wait.
0: Nope. Time doesn't matter anymore. So, yeah, they could (laughs) have.
1: Yeah, time is irrelevant here.
0: They should have done the mm. right stuff.
1: The right stuff.
0: Why do we know so many New Kids on the Block songs?
1: Well, I actually saw New Kids on the Block in concert. So. I'm more of an
0: InSync connoisseur, thank you very much.
1: Oh, I love InSync.
2: I, I love asleep to their,
0: Fell asleep to their live show, one of my finest achievements. You were a baby. I, wasn't a, I was a child! I was not a baby! I was like six years old!
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> And you fell asleep uh, to instantly. I am very proud
0: of that, honestly. Uh, it takes a heavy amount of sleep.
1: <laughs> uh, so, now Drew has finally had his like moment of clarity where he's like, listen, this is not- This is not about the music,
0: music, man. The what have music. I become?
1: I lost Sherry. And then ugh.
0: I lost the music.
1: I lost the my
0: music. My plagiarized music.
1: So, we get Every Rose Has Its Thorn.
0: I hate this song. Do you really? I don't like Every Rose Has a thorn. Its Thorn. It's not a good
1: song. Nah, I could take it or leave it. <laughs> Every Rose Has Its Thorn. And I think we get
0: the best, honestly, the best song in the film.
1: Uh, Rock You Like a Hurricane, yes. this Which I- was...
0: Cut in the theatrical version.
1: So stacy Jacks. Because by God, by- we
0: need an excuse to get Julianne Huff in a bikini and dance, apparently. Yeah. yeah. She's a so phenomenal, phenomenal dancer. Oh, she's God, phenomenal yes.
1: She's a um, But stacy Jacks comes to the strip club that she's working at and picks her out. um Does he pick
0: it- her out because she looks like M- Melanie Ackerman?
1: I don't know.
0: That's what I assumed it was, or does he remember who she was?
1: That's what I had thought at first, but they don't play it like he remembers her. Absolutely not. So I'm not sure. Nor does
0: she, like, have a freak out that it's Stacey Jacks.
1: Right, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's very weird.
0: It is. Um... But it's also really sad when, you, when Tom Cruise proves that he's the better pole dancer than Julianne Huff. Goes on the pole! <laughs> I like to dance. I
1: like to dance. Why is he not wearing the assless chaps in this scene? Why is he not running in this movie? He doesn't run in this, you're right! Yeah. Bucktooth Gremlins, we found another one! Which one did he, what was the other one he didn't run in? Tropic Thunder, and he doesn't run in in Eyes Wide Shut. Oh. Yeah, we found another one. We got another one! (laughs) But, Stacey Jacks is depressed. He didn't want, first, I guess he is upset that Paul Giamatti took the money from Yes, and and he fired
0: Paul Giamatti.
1: Yes, and pissed on him.
0: This is hundred-year-old scotch. You're not going to pour that on me. I would never. Zip.
1: And then pisses on him.
0: Honestly, I thought he was going to have the monkey piss on him.
1: <laughs> and then, you're fired.
0: That's <laughs> well, it's more dignified than when Elvis tried to fire the colonel.
1: Yeah, I didn't see that one either.
0: Elvis was actually pretty good except Austin Butler is still Elvis for some reason.
1: No, I think he's like trying to get rid of the accent now.
0: Because he lost the Oscar.
1: <laughs> I
0: think the Academy just decided if we let him win this, he's just going to be doing this the rest of his life.
1: He has this he's, boy a favor. He's going to be Elvis forever. Oh my god. But goodness. also,
0: if I'm like, ha ha, boy Brendan Fraser won. Nah, 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 nah.
1: <laughs> but.
0: I've been waiting to do that joke for at least a couple episodes now. (laughs) Why I decided to do it in Musical March, I have no idea. I don't really care. It's my show. I can do whatever I want.
1: But as they're about to, like, I guess they were going to have sex. I don't know. I I think they probably would have had she not, like, listen, this isn't good. She was like, this isn't what we both want. Or we both don't want this or something like that. Had he just shown up a couple of days,
0: they probably would have
1: right. So, but, like, girl, you just completely blew all of that money. There was a ton of money sitting on like the well, I, count on the table. I don't think or he was
0: paying her for sex.
1: Then what was he paying her for? Just a private show. Oh, maybe. So Still, I don't know if she took the money. I don't think she did.
0: I think it was like 15 grand he put on the table.
1: It was something. Cause it was a lot. It was a lot. Um,
2: Again, I'm pretty sure that's
0: how Tom gets his wives.
1: Oh my god. That's bad.
0: 15 grand.
1: <laughs> Marry me now. <laughs> on a
2: po-
0: and he, he's also on the pole.
1: I, d- I can't believe
0: Hanging that. on the pole like Spider-Man
1: great it's great <laughs> well, so Stacy is supposed to perform again um I have a gig I have a gig <laughs> but he's looking for um, I'm bartending
0: now. tonight yeah, by had... the way can we just fucking say you have Tom Cruise in a bar and no cocktail reference yeah come on fuck you fuck you it's right there in front of you Gift wrapped. Gift fucking around. Not even a Coglin cameo. No, (laughs) he's not doing anything. Bring him in. Just have him be in the background as the bartender,
1: or like something like where yeah, a cigarette. Have him like it would have been perfect. Have him at the bar serving drinks, and then he sees Stacy Jackson. Looks, is like, oh, Coglin's law. What was his name in that?
0: Brian Flanagan.
1: And so he's he looks up at the bar, sees Stacey Jacks, he's like, Flanagan?
0: <laughs> no, he calls Flanagan, he's like, you're not going to believe this, an idiot that looks just like you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my
2: god. I'm watching the end of a man's career.
1: <laughs> um... So the next song is We Built This City and We're Not Gonna Take It, which is... Again,
0: Russell just kind of shows up.
1: He just shows up. I- no,
0: Russell, <laughs> this was only supposed to be We're Not Gonna Take It. We built this city on rock and roll.
1: Yep.
2: Where's my hammer and needle?
1: I had to sneeze. Excuse me. Ah. Um, so, yeah, Catherine Zeta-Jones is back after, like, an hour. Uh, yeah, she- Like, her plot just vanishes. Her plot completely drops, and oh, wouldn't you know, she was Stacy Jax's old girlfriend. More like a groupie. Groupie, whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't
0: and you want to you know, know how know? He figures they figured out? How? Russell Brand just kind of remembers, oh, wait, she's on this record ca- a case.
1: I know. That I
0: own most of my life. I probably <laughs> looked at it every day and I didn't put two and two together. But what do you expect? I'm Russell Brand. I'm America's used tampon. Oh or should god. I say England's used
1: tampon? Oh my god. Um. So Stacy finally shows up after not knowing he had a gig. But he was looking for Malin Ackerman. I, I, can- <laughs> I love what he,
0: he calls the... He calls... The guy from Rolling Stone asking where Cinderella is. And this guy is totally freak. Like, am I gonna die? You might. What? What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, he knows that she's gonna be there, so he, like, goes on his motorcycle to the bar. Um, and reunites kind of with Catherine Zeta-Jones and she just goes complete groupy like and this is what I'm talking about like her tongue like everybody uses their tongue in this movie fetish movie huh <sighs> so there's that uh in between this and our last song um the monkey
0: punches out Paul Giamatti
1: yeah the monkey punches out Paul Giamatti um Drew performs, uh, quote-unquote, performs with his boy band. Double the Z, double the E, double
0: the flavor, double the suckage.
1: (laughs) They get booed off the stage. What the
0: fuck was Drew thinking? Like, wait, why would he go along with, he booked him at the bourbon room.
1: The bourbon, I couldn't Uh, remember. The 80s, hair metal
0: capital. Right. why would you think that's a good idea to go along with that like uh maybe we should go to a different venue I hear Chuck E. Cheese is booking
1: ugh it's bad um but Drew and um Sherry get back together of course
0: because of course they, do. Cause they for the power of journey
1: yeah and so Stacy Jacks gets with this interviewer lady what's her what even is her name her Constance. Name, yes her name is Constance so they get together in a very bizarre scene like he's just. They have no chemistry. No not at all but he. No
0: one has chemistry in this film.
1: No. They They're really all,
0: like out Al- Alec Baldwin may be looking at the craft service table after each take but every actor is looking at the grip holding their paychecks. <laughs> Alec <laughs> Baldwin got paid in food everyone else got actually paid.
1: Exactly. Priorities. <laughs> but so when he's trying to get to Constance, he walks into the bourbon room, sees her, points at her, and just keeps walking towards her. And it then- is actually
0: a pretty funny scene where this girl just runs off and of starts making out. And he's like, "Uh, listen."
1: <laughs> and he like he puts up a like one second finger to Constance. It's like it's you're like, like give a me a, a second. It's like, you're going to keep making out with her? You're trying to. Get <laughs> and he looks like.
0: It? Us. He's like, you wouldn't believe how often this happens. Yeah. Honestly. Actually, pretty funny.
1: And then they get together. And then they perform Don't Stop Believing.
2: Which, again, this yeah. is a dirty song. That was released almost. Five years ago.
1: Right. Uh,
0: but he wrote it.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, but Drew wrote it. So, then it cuts- So, they're in the bourbon room performing, and then it cuts to- They're on, like, a big stage with Tom at Cruise. They're at Dodger Stadium. They're at Dodger Stadium. And they're- perf- The band- Tom Cruise's band's name is Arsenal.
0: I, um, okay, tr- I thought- Drews is supposedly called Wolfgang von Colt, but they address him as Wolfgang von Colt. By right. the way, Wolfgang von Colt is a shitty name for a band. It's really bad. <laughs> what do you expect from someone with no original thought? As Drew,
1: true. Um. So one, so everybody is in the crowd except obviously for. Yay, we're like, all really? here singing along. Right. And by the way, like they all have Canada. terrible
0: seats. They all have terrible seats, except for Catherine Zeta-Jones.
1: Yeah. Well, because she was the ultimate groupie. And why is she wearing that?
0: I, I don't know.
1: She looks like a Lady Gaga. She looks thing. like
0: your she. She looks like a a suburban middle aged house mom wanting to be cool.
1: Yes, that's exactly what she looks like. So then I'm if- hip. I'm with it. Yeah, so it pans over to Constance, and she's with Heyman, and she's pregnant, so they're still together.
0: So That's the best acting I've seen throughout- Honestly, Molly has the best acting throughout the movie. She has to actually pretend she wants to have sex with Tom Cruise. That's not an easy feat.
1: <laughs> oh my god. But that- Like, this concert closes out the end of the- Like, this closes out the movie. Which I guess.
2: movie's over. Good night, everyone.
1: No refunds. Like, it seems like I wasted two hours of my life for this.:
0: This was two hours.
1: Is it? I, I thought
0: it was. It's a hundred and twenty three minutes.
1: It's two hours and sixteen minutes.
0: Okay, Thank you. I'm yeah. not good with the maths.
1: <laughs> no math.
2: <sighs> uh. so
1: I guess yeah let's go into final thoughts then Um, I'll go first so this movie this movie's stupid this movie's really really stupid however I really had a good time with it I really enjoyed it I love 80s music so I was for it, like, I loved it, and I was singing along to every song, and I just, I had a lot of fun with it. Would I, would I say this is a great movie? No, of course not, and it's not a great show.
2: But, I liked it. Anthony? Is
0: it my turn? This movie's shit. This movie's shit. Nothing was done right, but that's what makes it so enjoyable. This is glorious 80s shit without actually being from the 80s. Yes. Which I know was not the the intent of the filmmakers or the actors, but they did it. They did it. (laughs) Uh, Um, The music, the singing in the music is just so bland. It's not bad, it's just bland. You're gonna forget it Right after you get walk out of the movie,
1: yes, I completely agree.
0: This is not something you're going to be putting on a playlist anytime soon.
1: No, the only you're actually going to want to hear
0: the original song,
1: right? And like, like we said earlier, the only performance that is amazing was Mary J. Blige because it's Mary J. Blige,
0: that's, and that's why we barely talk about it because. Well they don't give her anything to do in the film, I'll but, but when really she does sing, anything. she's she's phenomenal because she's Mary J. Belayi. She's a diva.
1: Diva. <laughs> but that that like you can't say anything about her because Tom
0: Cruise is the best thing in the film, and I don't even think he's acting.
1: No. No, I don't think so at all.
0: I don't think Russell Brand was supposed to be on this on set.
1: He's wa- he was wandering around aimlessly. Oh, look, cameras! <laughs> Alec Baldwin, of course, was looking for the snack table. And that's...
2: That's really
1: it. That's like,
2: it. This is, this is pretty much a drunk
0: bar karaoke film. That's what, really what this is. Your drunk dad. Your dad got drunk at the local pub and performed at karaoke. Yep. No, not even your dad. Your parents got drunk at the local bar for karaoke night. That's the spell.
1: I completely agree. I completely agree with that statement because that's exactly what it is.
0: The song choices.
1: And the I'm song? just sitting
0: here like, where was the regular heavy metal? Where was my Dio? Where was my Ozzy?
1: Right. Like. These songs. It's 80s
0: hair metal. It's 80s hair metal.
1: Right. And, you, and yeah. no
0: Van Halen?
1: Right. Like nothing of what it actually should have been. These songs don't make sense. We pointed out three songs that make sense in a narrative way, and that's it. It's a two hour movie. You need to have more structure.
0: I'm still better than Put Van Halen in this.
1: Yes, no, they should have. Like, Although I should be counting oh, my oh, blessings
0: because they probably ruined one of their songs.
1: They should, like Van Halen, Metallica.
2: Anthrax. AC-
1: Megadeth.
0: Uh, Slayer. Judas Priest.
1: At least some, like, ACDC or something.
0: It's just 80s hair metal, which, again,
2: I guess that's a choice. <sighs> White Snake. Oh, White Snake is in this. Okay, never mind. Okay, I forgot. Here I go again. Was in this song.
1: Yeah. It's like, just give us more.
0: Hell, you could have. You could have seriously. I love how they say pop is what's going to be big, and that's so true because they're all like rock and roll forever until grunge comes along. Guys, yeah. give it a year or two.
1: But I mean, like, it's accurate because pop was giant. It still is. I mean, let's be honest. Traditional rock and roll
0: is gone from mainstream.
1: Yeah, from mainstream.
0: This is why I don't listen to the mainstream. Thank you.
1: Uh, (laughs) Okay, you hipster. Fuck yeah. (laughs) But with that, I think we can... Wrap up and kiss goodbye. Musical march.
0: Uh, we can't end it like this. We can't.
1: How are we going to end it?
2: We're talking about musicals, and we have yet to
0: talk about the one musical that we know by heart, Annalise. how How can we end this without bringing
2: up the one show? You don't mean.
0: Phantom Obvious of- joke set up. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to the It's floor, closing right? next month. I say we just fucking do it. All right. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, we're <laughs> consited and we're going to do Phantom of the Opera.
2: Not oh boy, Phantom we got to hear Paradise. Joke- I'd rather watch
0: Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. At least people can sing in that. we got to deal with Gerard Butler.
1: Oh, you want to do the actual movie.
2: Why not? Why not? Oh, Lord. We All will right. be back ne-
0: next week with Phantom of the Opera. <sighs>
1: oh, pray for us.
0: <laughs> Look, we're going full <laughs> Schumacher, guys. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.